0: Welcome to The Happy Writer, a show about creating and sustaining a long-term author career. My name is Patti Janssen, writer of science fiction and fantasy. I've published independently since 2011. This show covers motivation, diversification, learning new skills and your place in your career. Come on in and be Happy. Welcome to another episode of The Happy Writer. Today, I'm going to talk about pre-orders, when and how to do them. I might also say a little bit about how I decide on the topic for each episode. I am part of a lot of writing communities, and I talk about the subjects that people in those communities discuss. Often, I have also discussed these topics in the community, like, for example, the Wide for the Win Facebook group. I highly recommend that you join this, by the way. The Happy Writer series is a more permanent way to record those replies than in a Facebook group, where it is pretty much impossible to find anything more than 24 hours after the discussion has finished. The Facebook search function is terrible and few people read blogs anymore. I take my phone on a walk in the morning and I simply talk into the Dictation app on one topic at a time. So, pre-orders. When I first started self-publishing in 2011, we didn't have the ability to do pre-orders. The ability first came up on non-Amazon vendors. Publishers, of course, had the ability to do unlimited pre-orders and move those pre-orders around in both directions, Long before we did. Amazon first allowed three-month pre-orders a couple of years ago. On other retailers, for example Apple, it was always a year from the start. Amazon then allowed one-year pre-orders from 2017 or 18. Pre-orders are not something that suits everyone, and you might wonder whether I think they are a happy writer activity. What is the point of pre-orders? First, the production side. For many writers, when they finish a book, they simply want to release it into the world. When they haven't finished the book, many people don't like the deadline of a pre-order to dictate when they need to be finished. Especially if you're not a fast writer, this can be a big stress. Some people find it a good thing to have this stress hanging over them. Then there is the marketing. Opponents say that pre-orders dilute your ranking. They do so on Amazon, where a pre-order is counted towards your rank the moment it comes in, not when the book is released to those readers. That means that if you're doing a very long pre-order, you will get a slow trickle of sales coming in, never allowing your ranking to rise. Opponents of pre-orders also say that this then reduces the bump in sales upon the release of your book. On the other retailers, pre-orders are counted towards your rank on the day of release. This means that if you have more than a handful of pre-orders, you get a boost of visibility in the rankings on those stores. At one point, I should probably talk about ranking in those other stores and explain why, for most of them, ranking is either too fragmented across each individual country or too hidden for it to matter much anyway. How much does a potentially diluted rank on Amazon only matter to you? I can't make that decision for you. But one of the things that is solidly the mantra of a happy writer is bank over rank. When you do pre-orders, do you make more money? For that, we need to dig a little bit into the tactics and why people do short or long pre-orders. One of the most important reasons for people to do pre-orders, at least very short ones, is to have live URLs so that they can start booking promotions and to put links into the back of the books, and on websites and things like that. In this case, you probably wouldn't tell anyone about this pre-order. You're just putting up the book a few weeks in advance, so that you can have a live link to start booking promotions. This is a very valid strategy, because it's easy to just fill out all those forms, rather than have to come back and give the retailer links through emails. You would probably do this if you were in Kindle Unlimited. Books that are in Kindle Unlimited can't be pre-orders by people who have Kindle Unlimited, so you're losing half your audience there anyway. But if you're looking to build up a dam of sales that will burst on the release date of the book, for example, if you're doing a run for a list, you would put the book up for pre-order for as long as possible, and try to get as many pre-orders as possible. This is why those big box sets, where people try to get onto the New York Times or USA Today bestseller lists, usually have year-long pre-orders. Those people in those sets work their butts off to try and get as many sales as possible. On Amazon, the sales are counted towards rank when the sale occurs, but they're counted towards the bestseller lists on the day of release. So, if you have a couple of thousand pre-orders, you might be able to make it onto one of these lists. That is, if the list owners don't curate you out. But that's another story altogether. If you want to be on those lists, you also need to have your book on at least one other non-Amazon retailer. And, as I have already discussed... Pre-orders there count on the day of release towards both their reporting to the bestseller list and your rank. But supposing you're not in Kindle Unlimited, because you're a relaxed writer and you're not shooting for a list, because you're releasing a later book in a series that's dependent on all the people who have read the preceding books in the series, what sort of pre-order should you do? This comes back to what you want with your pre order. As you know, that is the first thing I always ask, and I think authors should always be asking themselves why am I doing this? What is the benefit to me? And what kind of results am I looking for? Since mine is to maximize my income, and I never release any of my later books in a series for less than full price, and I never reduce the price afterwards either. I want to collect the readers who have finished the last book in the series that is live. I don't want to allow those readers to wander away and forget about the series. I want to create that lovely dam of sales that builds up and all breaks on release day. When you have these pre-orders released on the day of publication and it doesn't really matter how many of them there are, then you get a very nice payout that month that is likely to be higher than that for any other months. It also enables you to capture those readers who have finished reading the last book in the series that is live, and you don't allow them to wander away and forget about you. Yes, I know that you should have a sign-up to your mailing list in the back of your book, but the majority of people are not going to sign up. They don't like mailing lists. So you give them options. They can sign up for your mailing list and find out when the next book is out. Or they can simply pre-order the book that comes out next year, but they know they're going to want it anyway. And they like that they can just set and forget and the book will turn up in their accounts when it goes live. The people who have made it to the end of book 10 in your long series and are waiting for book 11 are your most ardent fans. Of course, they will want to know about the next book, but if they also happen to hate newsletters, they might not know about it, because those notifications from retailers about new books don't always go out, or they might be too busy to check whether there is a new book. If you strike them while the iron is hot, while they have just finished a book and tell them to pre-order the next, those are the best sales you're going to get. Those are the people who will read the book immediately, the people who will review the book immediately, and they will sign up for the pre-order of the next book that comes out in a year's time. I used to have trouble to obtain 10 reviews for books so that I could enter them in newsletter promotions. With my latest release... I had more than 30 or so within the first week, just because I allowed my biggest fans to pre-order the next book straight away. Now, this book doesn't go live until next year, but this type of people don't mind waiting. They simply want to set and forget. Since I have just released the previous book, with the link to the pre-order to the next in the back, I now have a year to complete the next book. I'm not a terribly fast writer, but I can do this for one book a year while also working on other projects. This is a long running series and writing is quite relaxing to me because I am familiar with the characters and the world. Because I get all the pre orders to come in at once and I've done a bit of publicity on social media, although nothing I had to pay for, I have some visibility even for the book that didn't gain much in ranking, and people are now downloading my free book one as a result of seeing the latest book in the rankings. Maybe I have seen some dilution of rankings on Amazon, but we had already established that the happy writer doesn't worry too much about rankings on one part of one store in only one part of the world – The series received a bigger boost and ranking in the non-Amazon stores. One of the other benefits is that, with this release, for the first time, I have done a year-long pre-order on my own website. These are the best people to get, because this is like a Kickstarter crowdfunding project. You actually get the money before you have produced the goods. So, if you can collect some pre-orders prior to release... You have some money for the production costs of the book. I have also put the book out in audio, for example. In all, pre-orders are about strategy. Self-published writers are always in a big hurry to publish and make money. But sometimes it's worth holding off for a few months, even if you have the manuscript completely ready. This, for example, allows you to release audio at the same time Because you have the time to finish your manuscript, send it to some nitpicky readers who will point out most of the errors that remain, never all of them because there is no such thing as an error-free book. You will have the time to do a print version and you will have the opportunity to send the book to some advanced readers who are then going to put up reviews on or before release day if you make your print book live a week or so early and you have the time to produce audio. The lot will go live on the same day. All of this improves the presentation of the book on the retailer site. Traditional publishers do this all the time, and in this case it's probably a tactic that works for them and is worth copying, especially if you are not writing a book a month. Traditional publishers have very long production cycles, They don't run around a week before release of the book, taking out the last typos and uploading the last versions. The book is pretty much finished months before it actually goes live, and they send out advance reader copies to magazines and bloggers, and they may produce other versions and do other publicity things. If you have a pre-order set up, you can spend a lot more talking about the upcoming release and are able to get readers to talk about looking forward to the book. You can build anticipation by posting little details, teaser scenes and other things. So when the book goes live, all these things come together and make your book stand out amongst all those that have just been released where people just put the books out without much preparation. Pre-orders are all about the tactic, and they can be used to great effect. Thank you for listening to The Happy Writer Show. Check out links and information about other episodes on my website at pattyjansson.com, where you can also find out about my books. You can support me by subscribing to the show or on Patreon at patreon.com slash